3: For sore muscles or joints, Salampas Deep Relieving Gel has three powerful active ingredients that work for up to eight full hours. In fact, nothing else you can buy is proven stronger or more effective against pain. Look for the tall blue box next to the Salampas patches. Salampas Deep Relieving Gel.
4: Hey, everyone.
1: This is Life Tips with GEICO.
5: Life Tip 1. Use a shower squeegee to remove pet fur from carpet.
1: Squeegee is also very fun to say. Consider it when naming a pet or child.
5: Life Tip 2. Switch to GEICO and you could save hundreds on your car insurance.
1: With over 75 years of experience and a 97% customer satisfaction rating, they know what they're doing.
5: GEICO. Get savings into your life. Visit GEICO.com today.
6: All
1: right. Are you sitting
6: down? Here's some news you might not be able to stand. Sitting on my
4: own, not by
2: myself.
6: Health researchers have long referred to sitting as the new
7: smoking.
4: The reason that... The sedentary lifestyle is so bad for us. is because we weren't designed to be sedentary at all.
6: Sitting for long stretches of time, they say, can be linked to increased risks of heart disease and diabetes, as well as a higher risk of death from any cause. A new science advisory from the American Heart Association says less time spent sitting also correlates to better psychological well-being. Furthermore, they say sitting has a negative impact on the heart, no matter how much physical activity a person gets otherwise. I'm Scott Carr. A new study says catching a virus in the morning makes it more dangerous. British researchers found that mice infected in the morning had ten times the viral levels of those
3: dosed with the virus in the evening. So when you get sick affects how sick you get. This is Charles Osgood. Auto Owners Insurance was founded in 1916. Three years before cars had automatic windshield wipers, you wouldn't want to drive a car today without wipers. So you should never drive without Auto Owners by your side. Let our independent local agents help you with all your auto, home, life, or business insurance needs. Find your agent at AutoOwners.com. Auto Owners Insurance. One hundred years of putting people first. Find your local independent agent at AutoOwners.com. That's AutoOwners.com. This is how. Fast. The. All. New.
8: 2016. Chevrolet. Malibu. Hybrid.
5: Uses.
9: Gas.
8: Use gas a whole lot slower in the all new 2016 Chevrolet Malibu Hybrid. Offering an estimated 48 MPG city. Official EPA estimates not yet available. Fuel economy estimate based on GM testing. Malibu
10: Hybrid available spring 2016. Hi, this is Alan Blood with Capital Financial Group. With home values increasing and low rates still available, now is the perfect time to refinance your home. Capital Financial Group, we have loan programs to fit your refinance needs, whether you want to pull cash out from your home, decrease your interest rate and monthly payment, or just reduce your loan to a 15-year payoff. We have programs that will help you refinance even if your income or credit is less than it used to be or if you're underwater on your mortgage. Instead of getting lost in the shuffle of a big bank or paying high fees at a credit union, call us and we'll help you refinance with the best rates and lowest closing costs for you. You may even qualify for one of our no-closing-cost loans. Call me today, Alan Blood, at 801-298-5887 to start saving money on your mortgage now. 801-298-5887, NMLS number 3146.
5: There are many companies selling solar, but none compared to Intermountain Wind and Solars Premium quality and service. As a Sun Power Premier dealer, they've been satisfying customers for more than eight years in Utah. That's four times longer than most competitors. Intermountain Wind and Solar performs an unmatched 58-point inspection for supreme quality control. Take advantage of their largest bulk solar purchase in history by visiting imwindandsolar.com. Use their calculator to see how much you'll save. That's wind and solar.com.
9: Welcome to K Talk Radio. As usual, it's Wednesday morning. You're listening to Prepper Talk Radio. You got it right, and we're we're excited to be here. I'm I'm Scott, Mr. Preppercon, and as always here with Shane, the prepared guy. How's it going today? You know I'm I'm doing well. Tweaked my back a little bit on Monday, but uh, that was my own fault. Well, that's better than tweaking your truck. Yeah, I tweaked I, my truck last week and I well, haven't had it for a week and a half. Good thing
8: John's not here, you know he you know how we're we not going to go 150s. there. We're
9: not going to go to John. John's <laughs> but he will be here
8: next week, either on the phone or here in studio. I don't know.
9: Yeah, we're going to have a fun guest next week. We're going to have uh, John with Survival Medical. He's been one of our long-standing sponsors here for Prepper Talk Radio. Um, the coolest thing about their their gear, their kits, their survival medical, um, each of the medical kits is actually designed purposefully. Know, it's not just a box of band-aids and a box of mm-hmm. swabs and and a little ointment it's everything's been ba- you know put together purposefully um, really excited I, l- I love their products I love their gear I carry that in my car um, because I know if I'm not using it it's safe until I need it and even then I can reseal it and keep it going because the the little the little packet they put in those things creates its own right. ecosystem just like a uh, in a food storage mylar bag they Put in a oxygen absorber, correct? Right. But in this, they don't do that because that would actually shorten the lifespan of some of these products. They've created their own system. Oh, okay. So it's really unique, really cool. Um, so check them out, survival-medical.com. And you can also go check them out starting in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. at Sam's Club in Logan first. So go meet them up in Logan. If you're up in Logan, you're listening, hey, thanks for listening. But Go check out Sam's Club and see Survival Medical next, uh, I think it's in two weeks. We'll get some more information next week when John's on the air with us. So we're excited. Today we're actually going to be having a little fun talking about habits, and not habits. Th- not the habits no, with no, nuns. No, 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 no. We're talking about <coughs> prepper habits. What you should or shouldn't be doing is habits. What are good prepper habits for a prepper?
8: What habits have I developed? And that's kind of where I tend to speak is on my own personal, uh, you know, habits and and uh, time things and you've done. Exactly what I've what I've eliminated. What I say, okay, that's not really. Uh, Important and yeah, and and so what our goal is here is to really try and help you take action.
9: Absolutely. So the whole purpose behind our show, as you've heard over the weeks and weeks and weeks, almost almost to a year, Mm -hmm. um, is to help you with more resources, give you more resources so you can make better informed decisions, so you can do practical things that are going to help you be better prepared for when crap happens in your life, whether it's the SHTF. You know, the end of the world as we know it, situation, or it's, I lost my job. Mm-hmm. Or as our producer says, so drills for driving mm-hmm. or diving under desks for nuclear wars. LOL. Exactly.
2: Because
9: <laughs> <laughs> that won't help. But yeah, That's going to help. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll talk about some drills as well. But what we want to do today is we want to talk about some of the habits that we've created for ourselves that we're doing um, that are helping us to be better prepared on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and we want to hear your habits as well, things that you do, daily checks, daily things.
8: And you may not realize that this is a prepper habit. It's just, just your way of life. Common sense habits exactly. for They'll, a better life. Exactly. They're, most of them, for me, are common sense. Uh, and nowadays, that's be, has become fairly rare, <laughs> common sense, especially when it comes to these kind of prepper habits.
9: Yeah, I, I would agree. It becomes uncommon sense. So if you want to join in, in the conversation, we'd love to have you here, 801-254-5855. We're going to talk Prepper Habits for the rest of the show. So tune in, stay in, and uh, join us on social media. We're, we're on KTALK Utah, um, KTKK Radio, and then also you can find us on Twitter at KTKK. Um, join us, hashtag us, talk about us. Talk to us. We'd like to interact with you there. Yeah, you know, we like to
8: talk, but, you know, we'd rather talk to you guys and answer your questions and interact with you guys. So,
9: appreciate your calls. So, I think one of the, the habits that I've developed that's probably the simplest habit um, is my pocket check. Okay. Pocket check. Pocket check. Every time I leave the house, I, I check all my pockets. Okay. okay. Um, I used to not do this. It used to be just, a po- you know, keys and then a pocket knife and then... It graduated from keys and a pocket knife to keys, pocket knife, pliers, make sure I've got my wallet. I used to not carry my wallet. That's how ridiculous I used to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I was on vacation like visiting family in uh, Georgia, and they were living in, in a military base there. And we went to leave the base, and he's like, you got your wallet? And I'm all, no, we're going to the beach. He's like, you need your wallet. I'm like, why well, don't I need my wallet? you got to come and go on base. He's like, right? to get back on base, you need your identification. Regardless of that, you should have your identification on you at all times so that if you get in trouble, papers, now you have please. a way to get out because they're going to ask you for those papers. And I'm all, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fine. So we turned around after I got yelled at. by th- At mm-hmm. that time, a uh, let's see, he was a captain. So I got yelled at by a captain. I wasn't even in the military, and I'm getting yelled at by a captain. Now I get well, yelled at by do, a lieutenant right? colonel if I'm doing something stupid. So it's nice to have that kind of friendship with, um, within family that can remind you to do things Mm -hmm. that are smart so now i check my pockets every time i go somewhere before i leave the house i double check to see if i have my everyday carry items but then i also make sure at least once a week i I go through the truck and make sure i've got the things (laughs) that i need in the truck at all times um, jumper cables being one of those but i kind of go through and i have a couple different checks that i do throughout the week that have just become habit
8: and, and so much of a habit, you don't even recognize that it's a habit. So when you said that, I, I basically, my light went off and said, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. This has become such a habit for me. I didn't catch that
9: note. <laughs>
2: what did he say? Our producer's our producer in <laughs> the back room. He's posting notes to distract
9: on, our, us. on our screen. He's like, we should all have our Hillary, Hillary Clinton identification badges so that we can, I don't know, I think he said survive the apocalypse or <laughs> get out of trouble. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, because yeah. Hillary's the, the queen of getting that's out true.
8: of trouble. No, that's true. Anyway, so we were talking about yeah, your pocket checks. For me, yeah, I do this constantly. It's not just every day constantly. Okay, I have my wallet, I have my keys. Okay, did I did my knife slip out of my pocket? Did I still have my my flashlight in my pocket? And like you say, go to your vehicle. Oh yeah, my, my jumper cables are still there. And you know, I might do this weekly or biweekly or whatever. Just to make sure that, you know, if I've taken something out that it's not in, it's still sitting in the garage or... Because uh, I'll, I'll take my jump kit, you know, into my office and I'll go through it and I'll make a few changes and then put it back in the, in the rig. Yep. And that has become a, an absolute habit for me. It's become automatic.
9: Yep. Anytime you go for a drive, things change depending mm-hmm. on the climate yep. and the situation you're going mm-hmm. to. Um, just like every, every April and every October... Um, in Utah, it's really easy. To, I do this based on uh, the general conference that they do. So every time I start seeing mm-hmm. the advertising for a general conference, I go through my medical kit, my mm-hmm. survival kit, my bug out bag. Your 96-hour kit. My 96-hour kit, which is what I've always used. I go through that kit and make sure it's up to date. I'll swap out the clothing mm-hmm. for, the n- for the next season, um, and I'll make sure my food and water is still good. I'll rotate the water. But then I'll also look at all the different tools that I have. Um, for example, I have snare kits. Mm-hmm work really good in summer don't work so well in winter so you have to change things up i've actually got winter kits too cool um so you want to make sure you have things that are going to work mm. with that weather you're going to expect
8: yeah, I, a- absolutely as you know october comes on i start putting my cold weather gear into my rig absolutely so for me and you know whoever else is going to travel with me so that yeah if you happen to get stranded or whatever happens you've got you're not going to be suffering or in pain because of the cold
9: yeah, you know everything you want to do, you want to create a simple system for yourself, um, and we're actually going to talk about that more in detail um, when we talk about the survival mindset in a few weeks. Um, making sure you're you're checklisting the things that you're wanting to do, um, but then also that you're not reliant on the kit, but that you have the skills mm-hmm. to get you through and to adapt and to overcome. Um, and so that's going to be fun. We'll get our buddy Jeff Kirkham in here from Ready Man. Yeah, he's awesome. So having, having everything you need to be doing as a, a prepper or preparedness-minded person, um, you need to start thinking about thinking about redundancies. You need to kind of create daily, weekly, monthly, or habit biannually yeah. habits to help you be more effective with your time and to save. It actually saves you time. Absolutely. So, um, and. Speaking <laughs> of our producer through and do you have a backup car key and a magnet to get back in your car? You know, great uh, great question. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of cars now have those electronic little yep. devices an in it. Or whatever, or you've got well, key there's the keypads on there, but the, it. the electronic device inside the key that if you don't mm-hmm. have that, you can't get back in. So make sure you've got a backup system. Um, lost my keys the other day. Couldn't figure out where I put them. Well, along with your vehicle problems. Oh, different vehicle. Oh, okay. And uh, found them in my suit coat. I wore a suit... On Friday, forgetting that I never wear suits, I put the keys in the suit coat and pocket. you're not in the habit of pocket. doing a
8: pocket check on your suit coat because... It, Why do I put w- anything in my suit coat? Exactly. Well, apparently
9: What's I put the keys in there and I couldn't find them for two days. <laughs> I've done that Yeah, before. I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> call in. Tell us what your habits are. We're going to keep talking about some more habits here. Okay, What's the next one? My on your number
8: list, one li- habit I have that jumped out to me uh, at first, and, and I can classify this through a lot of different ranges, uh, is, first of all, organization. Being organized, uh, I wouldn't say I'm OCD, but uh, I'm probably a little OCD on, on being organized. <laughs> and now <laughs> that comes, I mean, probably, probably. Okay, okay. You probably. know me, yeah. So anyway, with organization, that that starts all the way from from your food storage all the way to your your plans, your plan A, plan B. Uh, that's where I think organization comes in. That's a pretty broad topic for me for organization. So. Uh,
7: coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life
5: no purchase necessary btw avoid or prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
8: say with okay so for for example with say food storage uh do you rotate your food every you know Every Every day, I mean every week, are you constantly replenishing that every time you go to the store? Uh, are you organized enough to know, okay, I'm short this, I'm short that, we need to replenish that uh, on the food storage side, on your everyday on the shelf type things?
9: You know, I'd imagine that would be harder with kids to mm-hmm. keep track of your food and replenish it. You, you pretty much have to schedule time to yeah. Oh, yeah. walk through your food storage and make sure... You're up to date on everything
8: you need basic basic inventory you know once a week when i go to the store when we go to the store uh you know of course kids want the junk food but uh, that's the least important on the list but to replenish those long-term longer-term items like your canned goods and so forth uh, i actually had uh you know, had been having a mice mouse problem at our house and anything that's not in the can anything that's not
9: snares if you
8: need them I, I need new ways to catch mice so if you have any tips uh, I've been having some success lately, but they're they're smart. They're avoiding my traps. They're, they've stopped eating the poison pellets. Have you done the five gallon bucket? I have tried that. I didn't have any luck. I need to try Damn. that again. That is a pretty cool one, but I have tried. That's that. a fun one. Anyway, so with with organization, you know, I I keep things in particular areas, so I know exactly where they're at. Um, and of course, I have the the bug out bags, the bug home bags, whatever. So that takes you know a, a certain mindset in order to really n- know where all your stuff is because preppers we have a lot of stuff we have a lot of stuff but we also t- try and keep it simple so it's it's all constant struggle to be organized
9: you got absolutely a, you got a caller there on line Oh, oh we're, we're picking oh. them up all right okay. so what we need to do though is we need to always make sure we're aware of of the things that we have and i think you know mm-hmm. having a list or having having your supplies organized is key um at my house we kind of do a we have a checklist of everything digitally and on paper, um, and my wife goes through and checks it. That's kind of her thing, because mm-hmm. she, she, like you, is a little OCD in, in hyper-organization skills. Um, I, I am not. Uh, we actually have a caller. Let's bring him on before we go to break. Talking about mice. Hey, Paul, you're on the air. What do you have for us on mice?
6: Well, I got a way not to catch them.
9: Okay. <laughs>
8: <What>? <laughs> that may help me.
6: Let's hear it. When I, was, when I was younger, I lived in this farmhouse right in the middle of a field, and we were just inundated with
2: mice Mm -hmm. I mean, there was Mm -hmm.
6: mice everywhere and i would set a trap and it would go off like before i got the next one set so i thought well there's got to be a better way so i made a wire grid and plugged it into my 110 outlet (laughs) and the first mouse that went through there it fried them and it also caught on fire And I almost burned that farm down. <laughs>
8: don't do that. I'll have to see how I can incorporate electricity into one of my traps. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, don't make
9: sure. <laughs> make sure everything's grounded. Don't let your house on fire. And don't truck don't your kids light either. Your house on fire. Thanks for the comment. Hey, thank you. Make We're heading a to break. Join back with us in, in about two minutes. Uh, listen to our sponsors, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Prepper Talk Radio on K Talk AM six thirty.
0: It's Sherilyn Eager with the Liberty Lineup Show. As a mom and a grandma, I really care about my family's health. Over the years, I've been the one to find the doctors and services. So if you're like me, I was deeply troubled by the Obamacare mandate and its invasion of my privacy. But now, I've found an alternative that gives me and my family freedom from insurance. It's called Medical Cost Share, and we absolutely love it. Medical Cost Share exempts us from the Obamacare mandate, including the IRS penalties. And we can choose and keep our doctors and hospitals because there are no networks, no HMOs, no PPOs, and we can take it with us anywhere in the country. It even includes naturopathic and other alternative treatments. I love that the shared expenses do not include abortion services or other socially objectionable practices. And the best part is it costs a whole lot less. For a special offer for our listeners, go to medicalcostshare.com forward slash opt out now. That's medicalcostshare.com. CostShare.com forward slash opt out now. It's not insurance, it's better.
10: I recently met with a homeowner who was ready to retire but felt trapped in his job because his retirement funds had gone down substantially over the last few years and he needed the income from his job to make payments on his home. Reviewing his options, he realized a reverse mortgage would pay off his current loan, give him some money to take care of much needed repairs and eliminate his monthly mortgage payment completely. If you own your home and you're 62 or older, you may qualify for a reverse mortgage that will help you meet your retirement goals. I have years of experience helping Utah homeowners who will help you find the right solution for your financing needs. With a 10-minute call, I can help you find out how you qualify and how a reverse mortgage can help you. Call me today, Alan Blood, 298-5887. That's Alan Blood with Capital Financial, 801-298-5887, NMLS number 3146.
5: There are many companies selling solar, but none compared to Intermountain Wind and Solars premium quality and service. As a SunPower Premier dealer, they've been satisfying customers for more than eight years in Utah. That's four times longer than most competitors. Intermountain Wind & Solar performs an unmatched 58-point inspection for supreme quality control. Take advantage of their largest bulk solar purchase in history by visiting imwindandsolar.com. Use their calculator to see how much you'll save. That's imwindandsolar.com.
8: So the last comment our our uh, producer left on the board message board for you walked out is is do we have do you have a backup plan for graboids for the under the ground monsters that I wish transform you can into hear me shaking <laughs> my head. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite uh, uh, prepper movies are the Tremors series of movies, and actually when I was sitting down last night, Scott writing notes. Uh, out to you know doing my show prep for for today I want to do a whole show about things that we've learned from prepper movies from movies about preppers and just get into <laughs> those types I think it'll be a blast it'll be a lot of fun especially from the Tremor series of movies Bert Gummer is the ultimate we're prepper, get, and he has a lot of good things we're to gonna say. get
9: callers on walking <laughs> dead we're gonna get exactly on, yeah on just about anything and everything that's hilarious there was one but I think Disney did it it was a long time ago and it was somebody versus the IRS. Uh trying to see if I remember that. And he b- he had landmines in his front yard. Okay. Like he was this kooky dude, uh-huh. hilarious. So, um, so it's an old Disney movie. I think it's an old Disney movie. I'm going to have to find that. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll reference that next time. If you know what I'm talking about, please call in and tell me cuz that would <laughs> totally solve that problem. <laughs> but we're talking about, you know, lists. Let's go back to, you know, lists, habits. You know, one of the biggest things that I, I'm a proponent of is, is keeping your things organized. Mm-hmm. I'm not as hyper OCD about it as you are. Um, but then again, I have a wife that's super hyper she organized. Um, that's her favorite thing in the world is to be organized. Mm-hmm. She'll checklist and, and list. And like well, right now, we're renovating the house. So there's nine sheets of paper mm, on of the fridge of, yeah. with all the to-dos that I'm supposed to do. Mine's pretty long, too. And that freaks me out. So I like keep stacking it back. So I only see one at a time. <laughs> um it's a little overwhelming. But there's a lot to be said
8: about that. Is if you think about in a, in a, an emergency and a disaster, there's a lot of chaos going on. I mean, it's it, it, and if you don't have a plan, if you haven't already made plans, if you're not already organized, it's going to be so much worse. If you if during that emergency you're trying to locate, okay, where is this or where is that supply? Yep. You know, I know where I could find it in the dark. You know, with the house partially collapsed from an earthquake, I could probably still get to my supplies. Depending on the partial collapse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
9: But the thing is, is we need to make sure we're, we're creating a habit of practicing these things. Mm-hmm. A habit where you practice, what do we do in case of an earthquake? And throw the scenario out, change the scenario up every time. But make sure everyone in the household knows where things are. Because if something happens to, for example, Shane, if something happens to you, who takes over as leader? Mm-hmm. And does everyone else in the house know where everything is? If that chain of command falls apart... Does one of your kids know the lists, know where everything is, enough to be able to say, I've got this? They just moved out. Okay. So (laughs) you've got to create that new habit in one of your kids. Yep. Me, I've got the same problem. You know, thankfully, it's only my wife and I, but there's a lot of other people that kind of rely on us. And so they don't know where everything is. And I don't want them to know. That's true. And that's another thing on my list is
8: what we'll get to, hopefully, if we have time, is, okay, who can you trust? Who do you talk to? Who do you not talk to? Uh, and trust with those types of things. Okay, yes, I, here's here's where this stash is. Here's where this is. Here's
9: where these documents are.
8: in uh, you know, in emergency, you're my, my backup.
9: Yep. And and there's a trust at, trust level you've got to have with certain people to be able to tell them what you have and where you exactly, have it. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, and we're going to jump into this a little bit later, is operational security or OPSEC, as everyone mm-hmm. calls it, um, that's, that's more military-minded. Um, but w- those are important things. You don't want everyone to know. You don't want to wave a flag out and say, hey, we've got a... Food storage supply to last, mm-hmm. you know, ten months. Come and get it. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with anything else you have.
8: Exactly. S- but we still, like you and I, we still need to open our mouths and say something to get people to kind exactly. of wake up and be aware. So those are a couple other items that are on my list, as well as uh, prepper habits. It, they're a little bit fr- further down the line here, but essentially, uh, how do you need to keep quiet. That's one of the one of the habits of a prepper is keeping quiet, but also teaching. Being able to open your mouth and and just talk to your neighbor who you have no idea you know what their uh, what their beliefs are, what their tendencies are, what uh, you know, what kind of a person they are, but you still have that urge, that desire to help them to become prepared because they're your neighbor and you know if something happens, first of all they're going to sap your your supplies, your you know, uh, maybe even be a danger. But
9: yeah, and, and the rule is <laughs> the rule is. First rule of prepping is you don't talk about prepping, mm-hmm. right? Second rule of prepping, you don't talk about prepping. You d- and that is to people you don't trust, you don't know yeah. yet. Yeah, there's um, a caveat there. There's a caveat. And so I, I think we need to create a habit of, of developing levels of trust with our friends and family. Um, the people that we trust, we c- continue to focus on building that trust, um, especially if they're like-minded. You know, those who are less than like-minded, um, you're going to always approach them from a level of educating them. Mm-hmm. Um, of reserving your knowledge and reserving your information, um, especially your supply of things that you have, so that you don't become a target. Now, I on the other, I, I'm I'm opposite of that, mm-hmm. which flies in the face of everything I've been taught, everything I've learned, everything. But I have I have a different kind of responsibility as as I view it. Mm-hmm. I'm the creator of PrepperCon. PrepperCon is the largest preparedness expo in the nation. The reason I created that was because I felt like there was a huge need to share what I know and, more importantly, to bring together all the experts that I know to teach people in a in a fun environment how to be better prepared, to take away the taboo of fear and, and of hostility that is driven inside this industry. Every email I see, um, marketing email from a lot of these companies, it's hurry and get this before yep. the collapse or... Yep. Oh the NSA spying on you. Get your get your guns and ammo ready now and I'm like, seriously? You know, they're they're pushing this fear and so I push the peace and the promotion and behind it. The preparedness. Responsibility. And so I've kind of opened up my door so everyone knows what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do it in a way so that I can educate. But then I've also taken a lot of the stuff and I've stored it off-site now. So yep. I've got caches of things.
8: Yeah. And and that's that's another great prepper habit which not on my immediate list but don't keep all your eggs in one basket but you know as as you were saying Scott is I I, as we talk to people as I talk to a lot of people I really realize that I mean you have this desire this this intense need to be able to uh, have the opportunity to to talk to other people and tell people about what's going on enlighten them and and wake them up as to our what you could say is our awful situation and you know the more people I talk to the more people feel the same, I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're wanting to do the same thing. They want to help wake up others as well, and I, I continually running across people that way that are that are starting their own efforts, uh, to you know do a podcast or or do do a show or do something to help educate other people because they feel this intense need Absolutely. to help others.
9: You know, we got a caller. Let's bring him on the line. Hey, thanks for calling K Talk. What's your name? Timothy. Hey Timothy, you're live with uh, Prepper Talk Radio. What have you got for us?
7: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase
5: necessary. VGW Group. we prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: I wanted to talk about the mice. Okay. So I grew up in a house that I killed a lot of mice when I was a little kid and a teenager.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: uh, one day, one day when I was older, I realized I'm killing more than could live in the house. I got I got to find where they're getting in the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I walked around the house, and I found a little hole where they were getting in the house. Mm-hmm. And once I fix that hole, the mice problem went away. And I also experienced this years later with a friend. He once approached me saying, I don't know what it is. The last couple of years, I'm getting a bunch of mice in my house. And I said, well, the first thing we need to do is we need to walk around your house and mm-hmm. figure out where they're coming in. And it turned out about two years ago, he put an air conditioning in his house and the pipes that they drilled through yep. the wall for the air conditioning lines, the mice were crawling through that hole.
8: I found that so... so been the number one on other properties I've managed. Yeah, how mice get in. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah just, absolutely. And I've done that on that, my house, and and I appreciate you pointing that out because basically, yeah, they got to find a way in, and they've got to find a way out to get to get water. But they're in your house for food, and so we've gone through our house, and and they did get into. Uh, we had a bag of uh, a big fifty pound bag of wheat that was not in a bucket; it was just on the shelf in the in the storage room. They had gotten into that. We cleared that out. Uh, we cleared everything else out that they could possibly be eating. And so we're making some progress on it. And, but how they get in and out of my house, I haven't the slightest idea. I've, <laughs> that's the biggest, my biggest concern well, right
4: now. I, I bet if you put a little time into it and walk to your house a few times, you, you, may find, you may find the source where they're getting in.
9: I do need to look a little harder. That's a good idea. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. It, a lot of times we, we don't know. Well, most of the time, we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. We don't know the cause of the problem that we're, we're going against until we start researching it. Mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the medical industry, that's what doctors are supposed to do. They're supposed to s- look at the symptoms and, and find out what the cause is and then combat the cause. You know, we can do that in our own lives with the problems that we face. And I think that's one of the most overlooked things in our current society is mm-hmm. people think, well, who can I call to fix this? Yeah. Instead of what yeah. you did is, is took responsibility and said, okay, I need to fix this. Yeah. Um, And we need to get people out of the mindset of of on-demand living where, oh, if I need something done, I can call somebody else or, oh, if I'm hungry, I'll just pull into the drive-thru or, well, if I want a movie, I can just download a movie. People have gotten so lazy mm-hmm. and forgotten the basic skills and the basic ability to just take care of their things, take care of their themselves, their family. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I love that you brought that up. It's a really good point.
8: Yeah, and that, that, of course, appreciate your call. And, and you know, that takes me into another aspect is, you know, as I was preparing my list of, of habits here, of course, the th- first thing that jumps into my mind is, of course, Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. And so I, I threw the word prepper in there, you know. And came up with my own list, and come to find out, I do a little internet search, and there's plenty of other preppers that have made this a similar list. Done so the I'm same not, thing. not the first one, so even though copy. I thought it was uh, an original idea. But one thing that really jumped out to me that that you your point you brought up with with your comment there is one of Stephen Covey's uh, items on his list is you first you seek to understand, then you seek to be understood. So that is um, every single one of these items on stephen covey's list really applies to preppers. Now, i guess we've got a call. let's see who
9: yeah. who this is. hey, thanks for calling uh, prepper talk radio on K Talk. you're on the air. what's your name?
3: bill. hey,
9: welcome to the air. what have you got for thank us? thank
3: you. yeah, i'd like to tell you how to take care of mice. all right.
2: <laughs>
9: <We> <laughs> i got some mice. All the advice. Advice. this is a mice show. <laughs> this is a hot topic.
3: <laughs> get some flour. flour. mix it up uh, mix it with plaster paris maybe. i don't know. Twenty thirty percent okay. plaster paris. Just leave it dry. Mix it up, mix uh-huh. it up, and not, yeah, leave it dry. and Just set it out in a pan for the mice to eat. Oh wow! My, the mice eat the plaster paris. Goes in their stomach. Sets oh. it up. They're dead. <laughs> That's a great idea. That, I'm gonna give that a try. Another good, another good way is uh, if you're preppers, you ought to build some. Uh, Figure four uh, deadfall traps.
2: Okay. Yeah. Take
3: a piece of one by ten, a short piece of one by ten, put a brick on it, and yep. make a little trigger. That's true. They have and gotten you,
8: used to my regular mouse traps, and they don't go to those anymore, even though they have peanut butter on them. So if I change up the, well, the different trap idea, then maybe that'll work better.
9: I like that uh, idea with I the deadfalls because now you're practicing a skill you should yeah, already be practicing. That's true.
3: Exactly. I used that trap down in uh, Venezuela. I could catch uh, a Two at a time.
8: Yeah, uh, I've done that
3: within minutes. I mean, there it works very well if you if you know how to, how to work it. Uh, I'm going to do that
8: this uh, weekend. That's my to-do list. This weekend is to build a deadfall. Yeah, top. you
3: might tell people how to make the figure-four deadfall mm-hmm. figure, but it's very effective. It it works on any size animal.
9: Shane, let's have you do a video of that this weekend. Okay, set it up, practice it. That's a Good idea. We're going to follow up on, with this next week. Thanks so much for your call. Yeah, thank you.
3: Uh, you bet, bye bye
1: we got to call on line 5 here.
9: Hey, thanks for calling into Talk. You're on the air.
1: Oh, wow, that was fast. I have a solution to the mice problem. Let me tell you a story I had. All right. I, where I live, there's just a lot of mice where I lived, and I had a problem where they were taking over my garden and my house.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what I did, I used the neighbor's cats,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there were a lot of cats running around in the neighborhood, and I would use them to control mice, and they got the... They pretty much controlled bison and garden. However, they ran in my house as an escape route. Mm-hmm. So, I got a cat myself, and that solved the problem.
8: Cats are a great option. Other, I have two dogs, which is too many, and that too, is just not many, an option right opinion. for us right now. Indoors. Is a cat, but well, no, cats are, I think, the ultimate killers. They are the ultimate hunting machine.
1: Oh, I had, I've looked at cats. I actually like to watch them hunt. Yeah. I mean, I admire their hunting skills. There's a natural beauty to them to watch them hunt. And if you look at their skills, granted, we have skills they don't have, but they have skills we don't have. Mm-hmm. But when you watch their skills at hunting, you have no doubt there's a God.
8: <laughs> Absolutely, the, the way they've been created and, and uh, have their purpose.
9: Well, I think, I think additionally, as you can, you can see, that there is, there is a creator who designed everything with a purpose? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a really good point. You know, you wa- I watch cats and, and they instinctively know how to hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take they a cat a taught, kitten taught, yeah. away from the litter when it's very young before mom's taught it anything. It will stock a p- it out. prey. It'll stalk just, a grasshopper. They're programmed. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. That's a I good point. They Thanks they so much for your call.
1: You are welcome.
8: All right, awesome.
9: So <laughs> it's turned into uh, to to m- the mouse movement twenty sixteen. Let's get all the mice out of Shane's house. But let's
8: let's talk about that because when it comes to sanitation. I mean, that the mice can wreak havoc to your sanitation in your home in your, you know, if there's a disaster if you if you're living off your food storage, they can wreck your food storage, they can wreck your sanitation in your house. So you got to <laughs> know these things so you can deal with it when we don't have... We can't go to Home Depot and buy
9: the poison or go to Home Depot you know, and buy the traps and, and such. Well, after the collapse, if you're going to talk that way and you can't go to Home Depot to buy the stuff, Home Depot is going to be empty and vacant. So mm-hmm. if you need new lighting for the grid that's gone down, you can go get it for free. <laughs> if you need poison, it's probably going to be in the back for free because uh, there's a chance. That's actually on my list. Yeah. If If the grid goes down, if the world goes into chaos, and I'm going to give this one out there to everybody for free... Home Depot has a really good hearty supply of edibles. Okay. Number one, beverages. Number two, individually packaged snacks. Right.
8: The, they bars at such.
9: Yeah, every checkout stand has those and batteries. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's gonna think, "Oh, go to the grocery store." Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm hitting Home Depot, Home Depot and Lowe's
8: because there's less competition. And you have. Probably Until now, food store. all 38,000
9: of the listeners who are listening to this are now going to be competing with me. Going to
8: the Home Depot. To the Home Depots. And stocking up on plywood. But now
9: that we know, let's shake hands, let's be friends, and we'll split everything up evenly. All right, yes. We got another caller on line three. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling K Talk. You're on the air. Yeah, I just
6: wanted to make a comment about the skills. Please do. Um, you know, the YouTube community is pretty helpful in regards to. Uh, Kind of like the Matrix. You need something. You go in there, download for ten minutes. Next thing you know, you're a pro, right? Yep, yep, you're uh, right. My my wife, she writes down all these recipes and stuff. So I I figured, you know, if the power's gone, and uh, I'm not gonna have any recipes for success, so i been actually kind of paraphrasing and 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 uh, uh, writing recipes for repairs for all these different things because uh, you know, if in, if the internet's down or you don't have access to information, it's you know. In a crisis situation,
8: you can't remember being. That uh-huh. is, yeah, those are fa- right. some fantastic ideas. If you want to hold over it for after the break, we got to run to our break here, but uh, we'll address that on the other side. And you're listening to Prepper Talk Radio. Thanks for listening.
5: Whether you're injured at the campsite, at the office, or in your own backyard, Shield Safety is the answer. The latest first aid technology for home, recreation, hunting, work, or emergency preparedness. Shield Safety can eliminate up to 80% of all ER visits due to injuries. Schedule training or shop their products and kits at shield-safety.com. Use promo code KTALK and get 15% off all products and kits. Shield-safety.com. Shield Safety. First Aid. Revolutionized. Hi, this is Alan Blood with Capital Financial Group. With home
10: values increasing and low rates still available, now is the perfect time to refinance your home. Capital Financial Group, we have loan programs to fit your refinance needs, whether you want to pull cash out from your home, decrease your interest rate and monthly payment, or just reduce your loan to a 15-year payoff. We have programs that will help you refinance even if your income or credit is less than it used to be or if you're underwater on your mortgage. Instead of getting lost in the shuffle of a big bank or paying high fees at a credit union, call us and we'll help you refinance with the best rates and lowest closing costs for you. You may even qualify for one of our no-closing-cost loans. Call me today, Alan Blood, at 801-298-5887 to start saving money on your mortgage now. 801-298-5887. NMLS number 3146.
5: There are many companies selling solar, but none compared to Intermountain Wind and Solars premium quality and service. As a SunPower Premier dealer, they've been satisfying customers for more than eight years in Utah. That's four times longer than most competitors. Intermountain Wind & Solar performs an unmatched 58-point inspection for supreme quality control. Take advantage of their largest bulk solar purchase in history by visiting imwindandsolar.com. Use their calculator to see how much you'll save. That's imwindandsolar.com.
9: Welcome back to Prepper Talk Radio on AM 630. That's K-Talk, the only unbiased, well, I guess we're a little biased, but the the, the non-media-driven, <laughs> the non-bought-out news source in, in the United States and specifically here in Utah. Yeah,
8: and what I really love about K-Talk, and, you know, I don't, don't want to brag on our show, but, uh, you know, you listen to all these other w- shows on here on K-Talk and other other s- stations as well. It's a lot about politics. It's a lot about politics. Uh, Geopolitics, and it's hard to know what the truth is. It's hard to know exactly. You know, you have your opinions, and that's. I guess that's what one of my comments was a couple of shows ago. Is that, you know, we're not an opinion show. We're more of a truth show, or more of a facts facts show. We'd like to talk about uh, real things that can make a difference in our lives. Obviously, politics can make a difference. And I don't mean to deride that, but it's hard to know what the truth is. And so that's why I love talking about what we talk about because these are these are truths. These are facts.
9: Yeah. And, and it's an informative show on how to be better prepared. And uh, we've got a caller on the line. And uh, let's continue that discussion we, we yeah. were on, the skills. So the skills you were talking about. Are you still there? Did we lose you?
6: Am I here? Yeah, yeah okay. There you're you, you go. Oh uh, I, I was talking, but I couldn't hear myself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a bit of a delay. Yeah, yeah,
8: a bit of a delay. So,
6: <laughs> I listening skills, writing skills stick because my oh, lips hurt oh, real bad. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, in regards to uh, writing that stuff down, um, you know, I, I believe. Well, I, I know for a fact that your your success in life is a direct result of your knowledge, skills, and abilities. And uh, if you're sitting down, and watching TV, you know, you're not investing in your family, um, you're not investing in yourself, you're investing in, in the media, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and their products are brainwashing you, bet. Uh, there's, there's a lot of time and, in life, and if you turn off the television, you're going to create a whole other lifetime that you're going to be able to learn and and, and put, put these skills to use. That, um
2: lucky Land Casino, asking
5: people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do
5: I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void reprohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: I really feel like having that knowledge is to the future because it's kind of being lost in a Fahrenheit 451 isn't about burning books anymore. It's about reading what's in the Internet. You know, they don't, they don't have to go around and collect all the books. People are just throwing them out in the trough mm-hmm. because they can just uh, read it on the Internet. So, you know, information is changing at a rapid pace. being lost, being manipulated, changed, and, uh, you know, to invest in ourselves and to keep that information close to us, I think is going to be key to the future. Because, like you said, this is, this is the age of disinformation, and uh, you can spend more time Filtering through all the stuff, that you can finding out the truth. And then, if, mm-hmm. and, and even if you did identify, uh, identify the truth, or if you knew the truth, you identify it. Yeah. At you know, that point, what is the truth? That, uh, I appreciate what you guys do. Love what you do. And if you can have a uh, a segment on uh, what to do about Sasquatch, I got a huge
9: Sasquatch problem. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> a really awesome idea. We we've got a uh, a resident Sasquatch um, expert. I wouldn't say I wouldn't call him an expert, okay. but uh, uh, He's a squatcher. He goes hunting. So we'll, we'll go talk to him. We'll see if we can get him on the show because I think that would be a fun topic. Yeah,
8: and you had some fantastic points there, which you know is on my list of daily habits, is building up that library uh, in not just digital media but in actual physical. Like you're saying, you're writing recipe cards from how to do to, to do videos on YouTube. That's a fantastic idea. Uh, I've been stu- you know, building up a library of practical knowledge that – we that when the internet's down, you can't access it otherwise. So that, the
2: end mine, right?
9: exactly. So yeah, thank and you very much for coming. appreciate it. Thank you very you. much for your call. You know, it's funny because I I do something similar every time I find a resource that is online mm-hmm. that I love. I'm like, oh cool. Print it out. You know, I'll pin it on Pinterest and then I'll print it out and mm-hmm. put it in my binder. Uh, my binder's my favorite place. I, I and I keep the binder in my 96 hour kit. Oh, that's cool. So it's it's slowly growing. Um, the things that I'm like, okay, I need to learn or I, or I want to learn that I'm not as right. good at or good reference. A feeds. simple graphic where you yeah. can see
8: the pictures and the illustrations. Yeah. So yeah, I've got cool. I've got
9: tons of plants that are listed that I I can eat, they're edible, that have different that's medicinal purposes, um, and then how to make tinctures with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much more I, I want to learn and do. Um, but yeah, that's a great great habit. Let's take this other caller. Hey, thanks for calling, K Talk. You're on the air.
4: Yeah. Hey, you guys were talking about. Uh, uh, practicing and you know, staying into a good habit with you know your survival stuff. One thing my daughter and I like to
6: do is I taught her how to make an old school um, Boy Scout cooking stove with a, a
2: tuna can yeah. and a coffee oh, yeah. can,
4: mm-hmm. and all, and practicing how to cook. We do that every once in a while, whether it's over a fire or one of those. Because let's face it, you know, there will come a point where if
6: things really crash, what if you don't have propane? Yeah, what if Scouts, you don't have? In a, Scouts, we propane?
8: called those buddy burners. That's what we called them when we built them.
9: You know, it's amazing. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up. It's amazing how long those will actually burn for. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's crazy. They make a lot of smoke, but... Tons of smoke. <laughs> but they burn for a long time. You can... we. I mean, all we ever did was cook hamburgers on them. And, right. But we cooked a lot of hamburgers. A lot. <laughs> Easy to cook. So for that's, a, scout, that's yeah. a really good point. Thank you so much. No
6: really problem. Oh, and you know what? The mic problem real quick? Yeah. Just... What we ought to do is we ought to have Malgo apply for the DNC and feed us information on Hillary's campaign. That should have made the mic pretty quick. It always I'm goes back saying. to
8: that topic, there, doesn't it? it?
6: You know what? It does. It really does. So, all right, have a great day, guys. Hey, thanks
8: Thank for the you. call. Appreciate it. Oh, we just missed a, a couple of callers there. Feel free to call back in. Our lines are open right now, but. uh uh, going back to, I guess, you know, I've got a huge list here. Well, we never have enough time for our list, but uh, organization we talked about, we talked about practicing skills and developing that knowledge as a habit, as a daily habit. It, it becomes ingrained, kind of like Scott's pocket check. You know, it, it just becomes, okay, do I have my keys? Do I have my wallet? Because it becomes an instinct, and, and it's no longer a habit. It's beyond a habit and beca- has become an, in, an instinct and ingrained into your daily habits. And so that's really where... Uh, obviously, it takes years and years and years to to, uh, to uh, build up those types of skills and, and habits. So start now and be aware. And that's another thing that's on my list is being aware, being uh, observant. That's what I'm calling it, being observant.
9: Uh, another w- phrase for it is situational awareness. Situational awareness. So you're going to hear that phrase a lot. But mm-hmm. I think observant is, is key because when people think of situational awareness, they're th- they're hyper-focused into – Self defense mm-hmm. and protection, yep. whereas observant is being aware of everything going on. I mean, there are so many tools and resources around us at any given time that we walk past or trample on mm-hmm. because we're not paying attention, we're not observant. Um, when you're hunting, mm-hmm. you've got to be highly observant so you can find your game trails, mm-hmm. right? When you're fishing,
8: you which way the wind's blowing, you know which way I, you know, yeah. the, your scent might be carrying, you know, a lot of. Well, you don't yeah,
9: have to worry about your scent so much when fishing. Mm hmm. But you, you need to understand currents. You need to understand eddies, how, how those work and how fish act within those. Um, first aid, medical. Mm-hmm. If you're out in the wild and you're out of bandages, what can you do? I mean, you can take portions of the clothing you're wearing and use them as bandages if they're clean. But if they're not clean, you got to clean them. you you got to look at those types of things and be observant of what's going on around you. But and there's also resources, plants that can be used as well.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know, your resources. And, and being observant is you know, maybe a little bit uh, of a broad topic. But uh, being alert, being uh, cognizant of what, of your surroundings at all times, especially, you know, obviously when you have your kids with you and you're out in public, you want them to be safe, you know, or if you're at the pool, I constantly have a laser eye on my kids at the pool or anywhere where there's a, you know, some level of danger. And in public, there's, uh, there's a particular level of danger. And so I have basically essentially trained myself to be, never look away from my kids. Yeah. And uh, in that particular instance, so that's kind of what I mean about being observant and not necessarily like Scott's saying, it's not a tactical uh, thing at all the time. It's just being aware and not being, you know, on your phone, (laughs) playing Pokemon Go, right? Yep. Uh, That totally wipes out that uh, ability to be observant or... uh,
9: Being aware of the things that are real versus the things that are not real. There we go. You know, it's funny that you bring up the pool. Um, A friend of ours is a a lifeguard um, at a local pool and a mother flipped out on her the other day uh, when I thought this was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard of, a kid, a little three-year-old kid, was playing in the pool. Was my, you know, was mm-hmm. okay. They weren't drowning. They weren't doing anything, you know, to get in trouble. But the mom came over and flipped out because the lifeguard wasn't, wasn't watching, watching their, watching their kid, kids, wasn't taking care of their kid for, her, for her. It's ridiculous. This, uh, yeah. Lifeguards are not nannies. They're they're lifeguards. They're there to they're take care of the people when they're drowning. When there's an incident. Mm-hmm. Your job as a parent, and this probably doesn't affect any of our listeners, but your job as a parent is to keep an eye on your kids. So if you go to the pool, keep an eye on your kids. Make sure they're safe. The life, Lifeguard's job is secondary to your job. Mm-hmm. Your job and your priority is to be aware and, and observant. And that carries into everything that we do. You know, Be observant as you're driving. Mm-hmm. You know, 90% of the road rage issues could be resolved if we were just a little more observant of yep. the surroundings we have going on. So put away your phone. Stop texting. you know start driving and focusing on the drive you know I've I've messed up driving and I admit it we all do Mm -hmm. but we need to be more observant of what's going on around us so that we can be a better solution in society Mm -hmm. we can be a better uh, tool to help out
8: yeah and I think it comes down to uh, when you go to a restaurant you're I I always make sure I can see the door the entry in particular and that's a kind of a tactical thing that uh, I've I've decided I'm going to do, and I know Scott, you have as well. But it also has to do with uh, being aware of current events, mm-hmm. of watching the news. It's, you know, we we talk about you know the mainstream all the time versus the alternative media, and uh, and so you decide what you want to watch, and but being aware and so you can make those adjustments in your preparations and
9: everything you do to to what's going on currently. Well, I think more than that, even is this you've got to think of the daily challenges that are going to come up Mm -hmm. and not be worried about them but just be aware of them when Mm -hmm. we're little kids we start school first thing they do is fire drills and tell you where all the exits Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. why are we not doing that as adults so many times people like oh where's the bathroom where where do i do you know when you walk into a restaurant and you're still able to look around look around and see where everything is Mm -hmm. you know and if you can see it great if you can't then ask your your waitress right away hey where's the closest exit Where's the bathroom from here? Mm-hmm. That way you know in case of an emergency. I'm not talking everyone's going to be ke- walking into an active shooter situation. That's not what I'm talking about. There are things that happen in restaurants all the time. Someone could have a heart attack. You need to mm-hmm. g- you know call 911. Tell them how to get into the building, where this person is in, rel- in relation to the where front the fire door. extinguisher is. Yeah.
8: And sometimes S- they'll have a defib kit somewhere or first aid kit.
9: Exactly. Mm-hmm. These are all. There's a million things that could go wrong in anybody's day, and by being a little more observant you're reducing the severity of those things that could go wrong. And and another thing that
8: uh, is also fits in this category for me is assessing risks. And what I mean ab- with that is, again, not kind of the tactical aspect of it, but uh, I spend a lot of time in the backcountry, and there are so many variables when you're out caving or hiking uh, among the cliffs that you, you just can't control. So you have to ass- assess the risk, whether, okay, do I do this? Is the risk too high? Is it too low? Uh, and... That is where it really comes into survival, kind of the difference between Bear Grylls and uh, and Survivor Man.
9: Yeah, good old Les Stroud.
8: Les Stroud, he he basically assessed the risk. Says, no, that risk is too high. I'm not going to take that risk. Whereas Bear Grylls says, sure, I'm going to rappel down this cliff on a on a paracord, you know, because because you know, f- it's good TV. Really, that's all it comes down to. So essentially, that's what I mean by assessing risk.
9: Yeah, and it and it applies to everything. I mean, I, I look at the most practical example is you go out on a holiday weekend, mm-hmm. you know. What happens after midnight on holiday weekends? That's when you see all the DUIs going Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. I always make sure that I'm home well before then. Um, New Year's Eve, perfect example. example. Everyone wants to stay out past midnight, Mm -hmm. but then all the idiots who drink and drive are are also out after midnight driving around and endangering themselves and you. So I've, personal practice, decided I'm not going to be driving after midnight on Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve. I always make it a point to celebrate locally at home or if I'm s- celebrating somewhere else that I'm staying the night so I don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we're leaving early, right, Yeah, to to minimize Safety your risk. first. Minimize your risk in everything in life. I mean, we look, we tell our kids all the time, hey, don't do that. It's not safe, or this could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but then we don't listen to that same yeah. instruction yeah. in our own lives or we, we neglect it. And so that's a habit we all need to be cultivating is to pay attention, be observant, risk um, f- risk assess what we're doing in our life and, and if it makes sense to do it or not.
8: Now here's here's something I wanted to keep fit in real quick before our we're at the end of the end of the hour here is a habit that I've really ingrained into myself is using my resources wisely. Water, food, whatever it is, not over watering your lawn, not taking too long of a shower, not, you know, those types of things is what I mean by using resources wisely. We've got a couple of callers here. Point. Hopefully we can squeeze at least one in here.
9: Let's get this guy in here. Hey thanks for calling K talk, you're on the air.
4: Uh, yeah, you know how it is wrong for Americans to hate foreign people and trash on them? Okay. Hey, isn't it the same thing when they trash Americans? Doesn't it doesn't mean the same racism?
8: Uh, yeah. you know, absolutely, it's, a, it's switching topics, but yeah, I think you're right.
4: Yeah, um, well, sorry for switching the topics, <laughs> but this is exactly what our politicians in place are going for right now.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, unfortunately, that's yeah. that is the case. Thank you yeah. so much for your call.
4: Yeah, people should think to place different politicians. <laughs> but all right, dude. All right, you.
9: thank you. Thanks for the call. No, we're, uh, we're running out of time here. There's um, our music. I want to thank you guys for, for tuning in this week. We, uh, we're unable to take any more callers because the show is over for the day. You've been listening to Prepper Talk Radio on Talk AM 630. Check out the new website, ktalkmedia.com. Follow mm. us on Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else you can follow us on and tune in every week. Wednesdays, 9 a.m. here on K Talk for Prepper Talk Radio. See you next week.
10: I'm Beth. I'm a service rep for Syntas, and I help businesses get ready. Ready for the unpredictable workday, bad weather, a sudden fire, or a rush of customers. Syntas is your source for fresh mats, crisp uniforms, cleaning programs, safety solutions, and fire protection. Will you be ready today? Get started at syntas.com. Syntas. Cintos ready for
4: the day. I'm Bill. I'm a 51-year-old man, but this is like what I sounded like to lenders. That's because I, like, co-signed
9: a loan with my 19-year-old daughter two years ago. So, like, her credit mistakes became my credit mistakes. Then I decided to get serious about my FICO score, so I signed up for experience. Now I get alerts if something affects my credit. I can clear it up before it becomes a problem. So lenders can meet the real me, a father who needs to have a little talk with his daughter.
0: Get serious about your credit. Get Experian. Go to Experian.com and start your Credit Tracker Trial membership today.
6: I've always had the dream, my whole life, I wanted to live on waterfront property. My favorite thing is just that little sound of that motor going by in the distance. And then about a minute later, the waves come out and make the, the old rickety deck squeak a little bit. It's where I want to be. Home means something